Hello and good morning to you, my beloved brothers and sisters in the Lord. I trust that you're doing wonderfully well, of course, since your brother, Pastor Chidi Jacob, here this morning to share with us today's episode of our ongoing fellowship with the Word. I took out two days to lay some foundation for the new group. And so today I'm going to get back to our um. Uh, you know, the subject matter that we are dealing on previously. And hopefully by next week also, I will take a day or two to go back to the foundational class, the foundational group. Now, but it's amazing, you know, I woke up this morning and then um, I started, I decided to check up a little bit of stuff on Facebook. And guess what? Facebook gave me a reminder of a post that I made five years ago. A post that I made five years ago. And what did I post? That's that's August 2017. Listen to what I wrote on that post. I said, like pieces of a puzzle, Bible characters, events, and prophecies cannot make sense except they form the face of one man, Jesus. Let me read again. Like pieces of a puzzle, Bible characters, events, and prophecies cannot make sense, except they form, that means except all this puzzle, except all these characters, except all these events, except all these prophecies, except if they form the face of one man, Jesus, it will not make sense. And beloved, isn't that what we have been dealing with in the past uh, two days? To look at Bible events and characters in prophecies and words and stories from the book of Genesis to show that they all form the face of one man. And that man, of course, is Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Why why are these things very important? You know what God is trying to show us or remind us in that this case may be is consistency, right? Is consistency. What he's saying to us now is what he has said. Amazingly, I made this post post uh, five years ago and if not that I made this post on Facebook, there's no way I would have recorded that at the same time that such such thoughts or such views were still was also present in our heart making sure that christ is the central message what that post means simply put is that christ is the central message of the bible that the that christ is the message of the bible and except all these pieces forms his face then um the the reader has gotten something else i just thought i should share that and that is very important to note praise god amen and amen so this morning i'm going to read a scripture that we have read a couple of times and but just hear me out uh, because you 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 will pick something out of this is romans chapter 8 verse number 19 everybody most people know this scripture romans chapter 8 the, the creation is waiting for the earnest manifestation of the sons of god let me read it and i will explain i'm of course i'm reading from the tpt romans chapter 8 verse number 19 the entire universe is standing on tiptoe yearning to see the unveiling of god's glorious sons right god's 
glorious sons and daughters. The TPT put it sons and daughters. And don't forget, these sons and daughters is just uh, uh, to make it more English-like. Of course, there were people who started making noise that the Bible is a sexist language. Why did he say son and not daughters? They don't realize that son includes everybody. And you will get to understand why that is very important this morning. In fact, in fact, let me just go ahead and explain that. For example, when the Bible says son of God, what does son of God mean? What does it mean to be a son of God? So, those who are illiterate in the scriptures, who doesn't who don't understand what the faith means, that's where they say, imagine a whole religion arguing that Christianity is fake because we call Jesus son of God. How can God have a son when he does not have a wife? I mean, that's like, that is below elementary thinking, but that is how a whole set of religion tries to dismiss Christianity. Because in their mind, they are thinking that son of God means Pekin of God. Pekin means child, like you have a child, you know. So for you to have a child, you have to have a wife. So they said, how can God have a son when he does not have a wife? You see, you know, it, it's a, even their scholars, even their scholars say the same thing because they assume that son of God means Pekin of God or child of God, right? No, what son of God means is that God became a man. The son of God means that term son of God is used to describe what God became when he became a man. And so that's why Jesus is the, the first son of God, right? He's the first manifestation of God as a human being. So son of God means God in the flesh. The God's incarnation into the flesh, that arrangement, let me use that language, that, that product is called son of God. And so today, when I acknowledge finally the Holy Spirit is helping us to acknowledge that just as Christ was, is son of God, we are son of God. It doesn't mean say we be God, we are picking just like, um, you know, just like our parents gave birth to us. No, what it also means is that, hey, I am God in the flesh. That's what it means. Son of God. If I acknowledge that I am son of God, what I'm acknowledging is that this is God in a human form. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Don't forget that. This You have to understand it very clearly because these are the things that confuse people. Son of God means God in human form. If I acknowledge that I am Christ, I'm saying that this is God also in human form. Praise God. Amen. I, I think this should excite somebody. I think this should excite you. This should make more sense to you. When I lift up my hand and see myself as a son of God, I'm saying that God has become flesh. That in me, in me, God is now a man, right? In me, God is a man. Don't forget, no human being can make himself to become this. Remember, I was telling you that this transfiguration is 100% by the Spirit because no man can change himself into that nature, right? No man can. There's nothing you can do to do that. It's a work of the Holy Spirit that in me, God is a man. That's what it means when I say I am 
son of God. I am a son of God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. All right. So now, 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 let me now go into that scripture. So it says the entire universe is standing on a tiptoe or or yearning, right? Or like an outstretched neck that they are anxiously anticipating, right? The unveiling. The other translation says manifestation. But this one says the unveiling. And I want to, I want you to pay attention to why this word is very important. The universe is waiting. The other translation says the manifestation. But the TP, the TPD says the unveiling of God's glorious. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. The glory is here. The universe is waiting, right, for the unveiling of God's glorious sons and daughters. Now, listen very carefully. Because the TPT went on to explain, and I'm not going to explain it. I'm just going to read it for you. In fact, hopefully, I will be able to attach it, you know, to this to the, to today's broadcast, so you can see it. The TPT goes on to say, or of course, the manifestation of sons of God. Interestingly, the Greek word used for unveiling is apocalypsis. Apocalypsis, right? And, and this apocalypse is the same word for the full title of the last book of the Bible, Revelation. Revelation. Don't forget, manifestation and revelation. So the word is waiting for the revelation, for the unveiling. Don't forget the word revelation, for the unveiling or manifestation or revelation of the sons of God, right? That's what the word is waiting for. And the last book of the Bible is called the revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ. Now, the TPT went on to explain, the created universe is but the backdrop for the dramatic appearing of God's sons and the daughters unveiled with the glory of Jesus Christ upon them. In other words, the revelation of Christ is the revelation of me and you with the glory of Christ upon us. Again, again, understand. This is very technical. Understand that the revelation of Christ is the revelation because it is now we are beginning to understand that we are Christ. So what that means is that when that revelation takes hold of the whole, the fullness of my life, even the world will look at me and see that I am the unveiling of Christ. They will look at my character. They will look at my works. They will know that this is a son of God. That means Christ is being revealed. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It says here, and we say with the glory. So that means that that means the revelation of Christ or the appearance of Christ is the unveiling, the revelation of the sons of God with the glory of God in them, upon them, with them manifesting the glory of God. Let me hear you say the glory is here. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The glory is here. Let us not forget. And that glory is the unveiling of the sons of God. Hallelujah. And that is what the word is waiting for. 
That is what the world needs. That's the what the world is clamoring for. Beloved, I believe in science. Beloved, I believe in technology. I'm a technology person. Beloved, I believe in processes. I'm a process person. Beloved, I believe in systems. I'm a systems person. But let me tell you, I have said this over and over again. The world cannot save themselves. In case you don't know, in case you don't know what is going up, what is going around in global events, as we speak right now, it's not a secret, so I can say it. It's not a secret. China and the U.S. are both preparing for war. Silently, they are preparing for war. In fact, in fact, there are people who are saying that it's inevitable that China and the U.S. must clash somewhere down the line. If you notice what is going on, Ukraine, the war in Ukraine is not about Ukraine. If you look at it, of course, um, the U.S. is standing at the back of uh, Ukraine. Uh, China is standing at the back of Russia. So they are flexing their muscles back and forth. And then suddenly, uh, you know, uh, the, the Speaker of the House of, of Reps in the U.S. decides to visit a territory that China wants to take as its own. So there are escalations. I'm saying, no, I'm not saying this to scare you, but I'm telling you that, look, we can, we are part of the world system, right? We are part of it that we take part in it, but we are not of it. We can never put our faith in human system. Now, if I tell you how much I contribute to these systems, you know, you'll be shocked, but I do it because temporarily, it's like temporarily, that's what has to work. But there is something greater that is coming and only God can do it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now, now let me finish this footnote. He says, the verb tense in the Greek text is clear that this unveiling is imminent, soon to happen and destined to take place. Christ's glory, again, don't forget, Christ's glory, again, I say to you, the glory is here. Christ's glory will come to us, enter us, fill us, envelop us, and then be revealed through us as partakers of the glory. As partakers of the glory. Let me read that line one more time. Christ's glory will come to us, remember, is the glory that will come to us, not that we earn it to, not that we qualified for it to, not that we fought hard to get it to, no, he never said that. Christ's glory will come to us, enter us, fill us, envelop us, and then be revealed through us as partakers of the glory. Notice then it says again, although God will not share his glory with an, with order, with any order, we are no longer another, for we are one with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit through faith in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Beloved, is there any other thing that we need to explain? It says, for example, yesterday I was telling you that the story of marriage in Genesis is the story of our unity, our oneness. Isn't that what we learned from Genesis yesterday? So here now, the TPT is explaining that although God will not share his glory with any other, we, you and I, are no longer another, for we are one 
with the Father. We are one with the Son. We are one with the Holy Spirit. How? Through faith in Christ. Through faith in Christ. This faith brings me in union with the Father, with the Son, and the Holy Ghost. So we are now one. One package. Hallelujah. I pray for myself, and I pray for you, and I pray for everyone listening, that we will know who we are. I will know who I am. You will know. You think you have seen anything yet? No, we are just beginning. And do you know what? I told you yesterday that revelation always precedes manifestation. So what happened is that as our eyes are opening, opening, right? Instead of waking up in the morning, thinking myself as a sinner, calling myself a sinner, trying to repent from sin, I look at myself and say, blessed be the name of the Lord. I declare that I am son of God. When I say that, I am saying that this is God in human form. This is the manifestation of God in human form. May that form your consciousness. May that form your dreams. May that form your thoughts. May that form your aspirations. And that's what the Bible is saying. As this revelation is coming, the glory of God is entering. Ah, he said it will come to us, right? Ah, it will enter also. Ah, it will envelop us. Ah, it will grab us, right? And then, and then, that which we have become will now be unveiled where everybody will see it. Remember when he says, when the Bible says, that when he appears, every eyes will see him. Because you know where? He will be everywhere. Christ will be everywhere. In me, in you, in brother Charles, in brother uh, brother Jude, in sister uh, sister Favor, in, in, in sister Doris, in everybody. Christ is everywhere. Wherever you turn, you see him. Manifestation of Christ is coming from the unveiling of the sons of God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I hope this is getting clearer and clearer to you. Don't forget, when I began to announce the glory is here, I didn't see the scriptures, but every time before I come here, the Spirit of God shows me one more place. For example, this, I think it was earlier this morning, and then he said, he said, remember manifestation of the sons of God. Remember, I've taught these scriptures before, but I never showed you this footnote. In fact, I will attach this footnote so that you can go and read it by yourself. Beloved, rejoice. The glory is here. The glory of the Lord is here. And that glory, the Holy Ghost is walking you and I packaging us completely. And then that unveiling starts to shoot out from us that every eyes will behold the glory of the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. All right. I'm going to round off here. And please, in case if you still believe, you still want to, uh, you know, and, and I don't think it's bad anyway. I don't think it's bad uh, because sometimes there are some teachings that we do on the on the telegram group that i will not do here in case you believe you need them please go ahead and join the group if you click on the link and you don't have telegram it will tell you to download telegram amen and amen and amen all right one more time let me announce proclaim declare declare that what the glory 
is here. Help me this morning to spread this gospel, this opening of hearts, this opening of mind that will finally usher in the full manifestation of Christ that every eyes will behold him. Don't forget this morning you have been served. Shalom.